I'm a zombie. I've been bitten. You're listening to the survival podcast for zombie nerds everywhere. Zombies Ate My Podcast. Hello and welcome to Zombies Ate My Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me, as always, is the busy zombie lord, Lou Page. How's it going, Lou? It's going. Mm -hmm. I will apologize now to the listeners if my voice does not sound 100%. I've been battling a cold for the last couple of weeks, and I've only just recently gotten my voice back. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we actually talked about whether we were recording last week, and you said, well, we're not recording. I said, well, we're not recording, and you said, good, because I am not feeling well. Good night. Yeah, I, uh, I, I was feeling better last week, but my voice hadn't come back. By noontime most days, I was pretty much hoarse and couldn't talk. Yeah, I mean, you spend all day, like, talking. Sometimes if I have a real talkative day, I'll come home, and I'm like, man, my... Uh, not doing so hot i'm not gonna talk i'm just gonna sit here in silence and hum the words to crash test dummies big hit mm, you know that one nope i oh. don't oh it's a canadian thing i guess anyways zombies ate my podcast we talk about zombies here not crash test dummies let's yeah, talk about the news and uh we've got a new comedy uh movie is it a movie or a tv show lou it sounds <coughs> sorry it's okay i think it's called so it's called zomboat and it's it's coming to hulu uh hulu and itv whatever itv is that's probably itv it. is a british uh is a british tv show right so it looks like it's probably gonna be along the lines of one of those british mini series that they yeah. do so every so often so I wouldn't expect this to be something that runs for more than one season. I don't think we're going to get, like, two seasons of this. But it's about a bunch of people in the city of Birmingham who end up having to flee zombies and ride a canal boat to try and get away. And along the way, they become friends. And it sounds like it's going to be part comedy, part zo- part horror horror. Along, it sounds like it's going to be a lot along the lines of Shaun of the Dead, which if that's what they're going to they're going to try and steal from, I'm okay with this. Um, it's certainly better than some of the other British stuff I've seen uh, that's zombie related that was done as TV networks. They had that one about the people that were infected, but then they were cured and they tried to join civilization oh. and they were treated like. And I tried to watch that, and it had its moments where it was interesting but it was way more of a political drama than a zombie show and it was really heavy-handed with what it was trying to do and it kind of just made me go okay all right it's not that this is a bad thing it's this is just not my up my alley my alley so yeah it's interesting so for those who may not know if you've been listening to the show since its inception you might have caught on i might have mentioned it a couple times but i work for a uh parks system in canada and my field units are canals and waterways so the fact that this is a show or movie that is going to be based on a canal i guess i have to watch it uh i won't get paid for it but 
at least it'll be extracurricular research. That's what we'll probably. I, I will. I will agree as. with you, sir. You better. You better watch it. I'll have to. It's almost like the, if it has canals and zombies in it. It's it's two tastes that go well together, and might make might inspire the next Canadian horror. I don't know. We'll see. The image they've used, is that like a still from production or is that just some people? I think that's a still from production. Because I'm looking at this and they all look really shocked, but also like they could be funny in some capacity. Yes. Yes. Like they all kind of look like they might be stereotypes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Well, I I will look forward to watching Zomboat! Exclamation point. Uh, Great name. Not super creative, but still a great name. Uh, quick, so, sorry, go ahead, Lou. I was gonna say. So our next headline is something I'm actually kind of interested to talk to you about, mm-hmm. and that is Call of Duty Modern Warfare will not have a zombie mode. Yeah, you know how do you every, care? Uh, me? Do I care? Well, funny enough, not really. <laughs> Call of Duty is this weird thing where it comes by every year, and you're like, you know what? I could go for Call of Duty, and then it launches, and you're like, you know what? I'll wait till next year. <laughs> That's kind of yeah. how I roll with these games. Um, I had a chance because uh, right now the Humble Monthly is uh, Black Ops 4. And they even included the zombie mode DLC, which is the only story mode for that game. And even I was kind of like, you know what? It requires me to install uh, ba- uh, Battle.net or the, the Blizzard Activision thing again and i uninstalled that on both my laptop and my desktop my desktop Mm -hmm. just because i'm not playing anything blizzard related right now and i wanted to free up space and i'm like you know what i kind of don't want to reinstall that for this i'm just gonna skip this monthly so when i saw this news uh, my guess is that their big thing with black ops 4 was they were trying to include the zombie mode as its single player mode and i don't think anybody played it yeah It's interesting. The zombie mode, I really loved the zombie mode in World at War, which was it was just kind of like this little Easter egg mode after the game ended. And I really liked Mm -hmm. that because it was simple and it made sense. Nazi zombies, you just boarded up windows and you tried to survive as long as you could. And then they started adding like powers and gumballs and, and upgrades and just it's nonsense. Absolute nonsense. I am too old to figure this out, Lou. I can't. That's kind of how I feel. Is uh, like you. I think we played. uh, I think we played World at War uh, stuff together when because we were doing this show when that came out, Mm -hmm. and we enjoyed our time with it. But after I got done, I moved on to the next game. I didn't stick around with that for very long. Yeah, I will admit though. You mentioned the Humble Bundle monthly, and I think you can still get it up until tomorrow, maybe. Uh, I think to no Friday is when they'll unveil the or they'll unlock the bun the complete bundle, but I did see that they added the zombie mode like you said, and I was kind of like, yeah, hey, you know what? I could go for twelve bucks. I could do that, like just to see it, because oftentimes for the humble bundle, I don't sub unless there's something in there that I am interested in and that it's worth at least twelve dollars. <throat> and I think right. that Call of Duty about half the package. I think it's worth the 12 bucks, and I don't want the Battle Royale. I, I got enough of that. I'm good. Um, and, unless it comes with the Battle Royale. I have no idea. It said the Standard Edition, and then they added The Standard the Edition is online gameplay only. Okay. There is no single-player mode. It is online deathmatch and 
team battle only. Right. So is it is it literally just Call of Duty Black Ops Four? It the, it's the game. Yeah. Or, or is there stuff missing? Oh, the all the the extra DLC map packs and stuff are not included. Aren't they free? No. Oh, I didn't realize they were. Anyways, that's off topic. Um, so yeah, no yeah, zombie it, mode it, in it, Call of Duty. It's one of those things they're trying to just cash in on some extra money. I think. Yeah, I mean, Call of Duty Modern Warfare is interesting because it's developed by Infinity Ward. That was never the studio that kind of did the zombie mode. The zombie mode was always a Treyarch thing. So every time a Treyarch game came out, you knew you were going to get a zombie mode. And then soon enough, I'm pretty sure they just added zombie mode each year. Yeah, uh, or at least it, they it tried to. A, it became a thing every year. Yeah, so it's interesting that they are foregoing zombie mm-hmm. mode, and I, I kind of think you're right, Lou, in that they might just go single-player campaign one year, zombie mode the next. And that that doesn't seem like too bad uh, a switch, if, the, if especially if the zombie modes are still popular. I mean, they must be if they keep, you know, hyping them, right? Um, I think they were, but I think they're beginning to... Um... I think they're beginning to wane in general. Hmm. Well, uh, yeah, interesting stuff. I honestly haven't played a zombie mode in a while in Call of Duty, but maybe I'll get around to it with Black Ops 4. Uh, But what I also haven't done is check out the new World War Z game that seems to be doing quite well for itself, selling about 2 million units so far, uh, at least in the first month of release. And... They have a new free major content update coming called the Undead Sea. And I, I, I believe, similar to Left 4 Dead, it's like a new mission or like a map, I guess. Does that make sense? It, 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 it's a, uh, from what I understand, the way the story, the, the story mode works is you start with these like chapters in a book. And this is like adding another chapter to the story mode. Yeah. So it it's like two or three little areas and a whole map with an it's a, there's a new uh enemy type that's being added to the game uh and a whole basically the mission that's being added is you're supposed to look for survivors on board a cruise ship. Hmm. Or get an item that is on this cruise ship. And the cruise ship is overrun with zombies. So it the, the from what I from what I watched of the video, it looks like you start out having to clear like the the bed the the cabins of the cruise ship, and then work your way down into the bowels of the ship below, and then try and work your way back out. Hmm. And it looks cool. It sounds interesting. And from what I understand, I think they're fixing a lot of the bugs that are in that game and rebalancing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's definitely something I'm interested in. I just don't know if I'm willing to. This is off topic, but I just don't know if I'm willing to install the epic bra- the epic launcher to play it. That's kind of my gripe. Yeah, we've talked about that before for sure. I mean, both on the show and off. But um, it's interesting. Is, because- you throw that on Steam uh, or you uh, play or GOG. I'm there, one hundred percent. I think uh, you know on that topic. I could see it coming to other. I could see it coming to Steam as a eventually, because honestly, the the most of the epic stuff is a is a timed exclusive. I don't know if that information is out there. I'm just going based on kind of like the norm. Uh, but yeah, as of right now, it's at only twenty bucks on the Epic Game Store. That's twenty dollars US due to the Epic Mega Sales. And again, 
that's if you want to sell your hard drive space, then sell your soul <laughs> to have Epic basically give you $10 uh, to buy their game on their store. Um, it's it's really a moral choice. I mean, it's not a moral choice. It's really, it, it has to be your choice. Like, you can't, I would never sit here and be like, no, that's ridiculous. Like, you have to install it and you have to get this game. I think it's perfectly reasonable to wait for it to come on a platform that you're comfortable having on your computer. Because that's your computer. You have to be comfortable with that. Right. Exactly. So, so the Undead Write in with your thoughts and tell, tell us how you don't want to install Epic. Because I'd love to hear about it. Me? No, just listeners oh. in general. <laughs> you know my thoughts. I, I already have it here. <laughs> it's installed. Uh, I haven't really played anything with it. I just installed the free game. So I am not an Epic shill, but Epic has certainly captured my attention. But no, yeah, I know if, if people are uh, interested in letting us know how they feel about World War Z uh, on the Epic Game Store and exclusivity and all that fun stuff, you can let us know. But for those who uh, want to avoid that, they can pick it up on consoles. It's on Xbox and PS4, and this free update will come to both. Lou, that's the news. Quick and easy. We might have more in a couple weeks when E3 comes by. Yeah, week. I'm hearing some rumors. I'm hearing some rumors. We might have a lot to talk about. I really hope we do. So tune in in a couple episodes or in an episode for uh, some E3 news, as well as some Fear the Walking Dead spoilers. Because guess what, Lou? Morgan's back. Lenny James. Yes. So shall we start the talk? Yeah, let's definitely start the talk. I have a feeling this is going to be fun and positive. So Lou, kick it off. How did you feel about this episode? titled Fear the Walking Dead, The Return, I don't know. Here to help. Here to help. There we are. And I will say right now, uh, when the episode begins, and it's the two boys out and, like, running from zombies, and they're, 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 it looks like they're going to get killed, and I was like, oh, yay, we're starting with new characters. God, I hope this gets more exciting. And then a plane crashes, and our heroes show up, and a whole bunch of stuff happens. And I went, "Whoa, wow! Talk about a talk about starting starting with a bang." I, I'm all in right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a really interesting start. And one of the kids, mm. the one with the glasses, he's actually Sam's brother. So the actor who played Sam, his real life brother, is playing that character. Uh, right. And I gotta say. I was worried when they introduced the kids. So there's three kids. They're all siblings. And they're in this new area that our heroes have sort of crash landed into. I was worried that like, man, that's ballsy. The first three new characters you introduce are all kids. That's interesting. Because like kid actors are tough and they haven't had the best track record in The Walking Dead. But I got to say for the most part. Except for maybe Glasses Kid, I think he he played a quiet character, so he, it was hard to tell whether he was good acting or not. But I felt like the other kids, they all kind of did a great job. That you know, they did they were serviceable. They didn't take me out of it, that's for sure. Right. Um. I think that all the kid actors were pretty decent. I believe the kid with the glasses was shy and awkward. I believe that his older brother was sort of the tough guy of the group. And then I believed that the sister... Like, I believed each one of them had a role to serve in the show. Mm -hmm. And I feel like they all did it really well. Much better than most child actors. Uh, We'll see if that continues. Um, So, so we'll see. We'll see if that continues, but Everything led me to believe that I was pretty happy with the direction we're going. They introduced us with their new villain, 
Morgan and all of them are trying to rescue uh, uh, someone who claims to be stuck in this gas station and surrounded by zombies. And so they're trying to get there as fast as they can. And they only get there to find out that there's nobody there. Mm-hmm. And it's all a setup by our new villain. His name is Logan. Mm-hmm. And Logan was pro- was helping... Uh, the other guy with the trucks, Clayton, otherwise known Clayton, as Polar Bear, yeah, who was distributing boxes of supplies for people last season, but they found him dead, and they're continuing his mission. And Logan was the other half of that who disagreed with with Clayton, and he just wants his stuff back. Yeah, he wants his factory. I thought it was a gene factory, but it turns out it was like some sort of trucking. Maybe that's what the the, the trucking company did. They shipped these jeans or something and i think it's interesting i mean we are kind of skipping to the end but this is a spoiler episode so like we might as well because i think logan and the him showing up is kind of sprinkled in throughout the episode it's not until like near the end where you kind of realize like oh he and he does this big speech you and he's played by matt Furrer, and i think i believe matt Furrer can do an angry dude but yes. logan stays cool and calm and he's not insane he's not crazy He's just he he's like he says it. I want my stuff back, and I ha- his name's on the deed. Clayton's dead, so he's the rightful owner. And it's kind of like you guys are doing the high high and mighty thing by helping people out, while I'm telling you to get off my property. So if you're gonna be high and mighty and help people, you then have to realize that by taking this place, you're in the wrong. So you're kind of a hypocrite by running around helping people. Right. Uh, obviously, Logan probably could have just said like hey let's work together peace and then we wouldn't have a season so it's interesting that they're setting up this peaceful confrontation non-violence takeover and there's even that standoff and and you can tell between the two people as and i wasn't really sure what was going on because we're not super familiar with the with the location so when half our group which is still back at the uh at the factory when they return to find guns being pointed at them from within the gate, you're kind of like, "Where is this happening?" Like they talk. Right. It, it, it was tough to. It looks tell. like it looks. It looks like it was happening in like three different locations, and mm-hmm. they didn't do a good job of telling us which specifically, lo- which specific location. But I was willing to forgive it because of the interesting story that they were telling. Yeah. Um, and so not only is Logan our villain, but we were introduced to another villain as well. After the plane crashes, um. What's her name? Uh, uh, Al, uh, she's like, Althea. Althea uh, finds this zombie who's in like full body armor and she can't kill it because there's no exposed flesh. It's like a weird but It kind of looked like acoustic foam. Yeah, it looked sort of like somebody wrapped themselves in like black foam yeah. padding so that they could get around without getting bit. Just running around and- like a podcast studio. It was weird. Yeah, it was really weird. And when they open up, she pulls away some of the suit, and there's, like, wires or something running through there as well. So they're doing something with that suit. I'm curious to see where that's going to go. But mm. anyway, uh, she goes back to find to kill that, that zombie uh, later towards the end of the episode because she wants to see what they're up to see what it, it see what it was carrying because there was a bunch of zippers and pouches on its suit on its suit and when she does someone tasers her from behind and she was looking at gear 
and the rumor on the internet is, is that this is going to be somehow tied to the group that kidnapped Rick. Oh, man. It's not a rumor. Like, they straight up, she's looking at the maps, and there's the three rings that we've seen on the helicopter that took Rick away, on the helicopters that kind of <clears> have, <throat> you know, shown up here and there throughout the, the main series. And I think outside of Morgan, this is the first real connection we've had between the walking dead and fear the walking dead and i'm really excited that they're trusting fear the walking dead to kind of build the mythology out uh around um around the walking dead and sort of the mysterious layer this lost-esque sort of government organization and uh i've been playing through days gone and this is a bit of a spoiler but not really there's like a government organization called nero that's kind of hanging about and it's some of the most interesting stuff within the game is that the government is still around we don't understand why they're still around or how they're still around but they're there and they're doing experiments and stuff and i really would like to see the walking dead's implementation of some sort of government agency that's still clinging to life to try to figure out what's going on i'm not saying that's what this is but i'm really excited to see the mythos that was essentially pulled out of the walking dead because once rick left there was no indication that that organization ever came back and it's been we've been feeling its impact for seasons and with no sort of revelations outside of the fact that they can keep a man alive that was impaled on on rebar so it's really cool that we're getting to experience it here and the fact that Althea, we don't just see like someone in the shadows. Althea actually gets kidnapped. She's a main character, so they're going to resolve this plotline. She isn't isn't just going to disappear. We're going to see that journey. Uh, maybe not right away, but our group is going to be looking for Althea. What if we get a Rick cameo before the season's gone? I think the timelines would be messed up if they did that, because that would essentially, you know, ruin the movie. I think you'd know he's alive, and then he would have to die. It'd be tough. Like, I fully believe that Rick will will die in in the franchise of the Walking Dead TV show AMC property, but I I think they're gonna leave that his return to the movie. But honestly, I'm all for sort of mythology building around the group that has Rick, even in even an in indication that maybe Morgan knows Rick enough that if they like like even uh you know describe a man that is like rick he might be like oh crap wait you have rick even i would take that like as a as a as a low cameo that would be really cool because i want to see that and they've actually hinted at the fact i remember when when the walking dead ended on talking dead um scott gimbal had sort of teased a tease of an announcement where he said like look in june when fear the walking dead returns we're gonna have some stuff and then after that we'll have more stuff to announce so i i think you're on the right track lou i think that fear the walking dead is setting up the announcement and or i don't know if they've uh, even started shooting the movies but an announcement of what that first movie is going to be as they build out. Yeah, I I won't be surprised if we don't he- see or hear something before this season is over. Yeah, I really feel like that's the case. I mean, it's it's pretty ballsy for them to drop this organization into Fear the Walking Dead in the first episode. You're setting up some major expectations, I think. Uh, 
but I think they'll be able to pull it off. Honestly, I really like the direction of the of Fear the Walking Dead. I like all the characters. There's not one of them that is that is annoying because they all they kind of spread it around. You're not left you know, experiencing one character for too long. You know, even Strand, he can be a bit much if he's left on camera for too long, but he's really good in as sort of like an ensemble sort of, you know, pull back a little bit. I I like the whole setup and the fact that they dropped the Daniel uh, Salazar bit, like they're going to talk to him and Strand's like, well, this is going to go well because him and, and Daniel have never got along, right? Right. So, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to more. Uh, some other tidbits were that, uh, there was a, a closed site where, where they crashed. There was like a do not enter radiation zone or something. Um, we don't know what that is. Some people are, you know, maybe thinking a little bit too much about it and thinking maybe it's like ground zero for the zombie infection. That might be, mm-hmm. that might be a stretch, but I'm that, I don't think we're ever going to get that. No, it's too much. I mean, I, I think that's that's going too far but uh there's also the weird so that here's the thing about logan we never really touched on this logan is basically faking a rescue mission where he's saying he's surrounded in this truck stop as you mentioned but he just picked a truck stop as far as he could to send his heroes away from the factory so logan logan's not to is not to blame for anything happening in that area but there's certainly something happening right with the weird you know, savior kind of, you know, uh, protection lines. You notice mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Do you think, this just popped into my head, we know Dwight is in this season. Do you think maybe Dwight's doing it? Because it kind of had a savior vibe to it. No. You don't think so? No. So you think it's another villain that they're introducing? Yeah, I think we're going to end up having two villains this season and i have a funny feeling the way it's going to play out is that logan and them are going to end up having to work together before the season's out to get rid of this new new threat yeah i don't think logan i think he's going to be portrayed as our villain to start and then by the end of the season i have a funny feeling he's they're going to switch sides yeah i I don't think logan's going to be a bad guy for long like i don't know logan it could go both ways i honestly don't want to see them kind of like just reducing to reducing themselves to trading blows because they even said like at the end he's like look i didn't want to fight you guys because it's not worth it it's not worth the trouble i just wanted to send you away and hopefully you'll stay away uh i don't know how long that'll last but like he said like you guys got to worry about yourself like you're trapped there you crashed he couldn't have hoped for anything better, right? He was he's sitting there hoping they never come back, but now half their crew is kind of separated. So their their plan is to go save the crew that are trapped and then come back and take the factory. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, we know we're going to get Dwight. We know we've gotten confirmation. We've seen Salazar on camera, so we know he's coming back. Uh, but yeah, like it's interesting. So... The map's at the end, three-circled symbol, and the initial CRM written on it. She radios Morgan to tell him there's a story here until she's been tased from behind. So Morgan knows she's out at the site. You've got the CRM written on the three-circled symbol map. So it's interesting. Do you? What are your predictions for this group? Do you think this is an organized group, or do you think this is like a splintered group that's kind of 
It is an organized group. I think they're the people putting up all the radiation signs. You think so, eh? Do you think they're? Yeah. Do you think they have anything to do with the government, or do you think they're just like? No, I think that they figured out a way that if they find all these radiation signs and they put them up, people will stay away. Oh, well, that's kind of that's kind of lame. You don't think it's like some sort of like? But then, how does it explain their connection to Rick's group and having working helicopters and being able to like basically? They're run just away? looking for supplies. And they just happen to have I, a helicopter. I wouldn't be surprised if they're not a group that's literally trying to find a cure. Mm-hmm. Well, that's and a, it's just not. That's a huge leap not, from what you said before, where they're just setting up radiation signs. I mean, I'm kind of well, hoping you're you're right on the end where it's like it's this large, it's this group that's trying to find a cure or has some sort of stable organization. I mean, it doesn't necessarily need to be. I like don't a think they're going thing. to be rational people. You don't think they'll be rational? Man, we need more rational people. I don't think the they're going to be rational people. Uh, man, I hope... Because I think that's what we're going to get with Logan. You think Logan's the rational one? I think Logan will be the rational villain this season. And that I don't think that they're going to be totally crazy like like the Saviors or the the other people we, we've come across with the other shows. But I don't think that these guys are going to be people that mess around. I don't think they're going to like outsiders. Yeah. No, I agree. I don't think they're going to like outsiders either. That's definitely definitely a trend that has been portrayed by these folks. Uh, okay, well, Lou, how excited are you for the next episode of Fear the Walking Dead? Cause this is I usually, can't wait. You can't wait. So you're going to so you're gonna actually watch it even though we do a bi-weekly show. Like, you're going to watch it yes. week to week? All right. Yes. That's pretty much a glowing endorsement for The Walking Dead from Lou. I mean... I, I, I was excited to see where this was going. Mm-hmm. Like I said, when it started, I was a little hesitated. I was like, oh, okay. And then as soon as that plane crashed, I was like, okay, I'm all in. How about one last thing? How about Alicia using a broken propeller as a weapon? Is that not the most badass much. thing? It was a little much. It's a little much, but it's borderline. Like, you know she has a thing for, like, holding large slicing weapons in her hands. She's got a thing for that. So the fact that she grabs a broken propeller is totally within her character. It is. It is. She uses a lot of weapons that I go, that's not a good idea. No, it's definitely not. And they show that because she cuts her hand. And she, <laughs> and Morgan's like, really? Really? Where are your gloves, Alicia? Oh, man, so good. It's such a good show. Honestly, I... And, you know, I felt like maybe seasons four and five of The Walking Dead were really good. So maybe they needed just time to get into the groove. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe. All right, Lou. Well, that's going to do it for Fear the Walking Dead. We'll return next episode with E3 news and two episodes of Fear the Walking Dead to record a little bit of a or to discuss a little bit of a shorter show. But next week or next episode, we'll return with much larger discussion uh lou why don't you uh let us all know where people can communicate with us sure um you can find us wherever you get your podcast from because obviously you downloaded this but you can check out our website at zombies at my podcast.com or email us at info at zombies at my podcast.com we're on twitter under Z- at zombies podcast we haven't been tweeted at in a while so give us a shout out uh, we're on Facebook under facebook.com slash zombies in my podcast. And you can find Ryan at R Murphy on Twitter and myself as, at busy zombie Lord and shout out to Joel Duggan for our artwork. 
and you can find his stuff at joelduggan.com. Perfect. And don't forget to check out the Zamp Discord, bit.ly slash Zamp Discord. Discuss all the fantastic news happening around the zombie genre. And you can also support us at patreon.com slash zombies ate my podcast if you really, really, really like the show. Thank you so much. And Lou, thank you for joining me. You need to go have a, a hot toddy. Like, a, like I, I don't know if that's a thing that you do to make yourself feel better. Is it no, a thing? but uh, I, I certainly could use a drink. Okay, well, you go get a drink. I'm going to edit this and post it. Everybody, have a fantastic week. Happy Fear the Walking Dead is back, everyone.